The War on Drugs was started in 1971, started by Richard Nixon, and it's been uh, as much of a failure as any policy could be. The whole goal of the War on Drugs was to eliminate drug use from society, and it, it's been an absolute failure. If you want to get a decent gauge to how effective the federal War on Drugs is, we can't even keep drugs out of federal prisons, let alone the country. The number one problem is the moral issue. The, so our prisons are flooded with nonviolent drug offenders. That's the largest demographic of people in our prisons. Nonviolent drug offenders, or another way to think about those people is innocent people. People who have done nothing wrong to anybody else except put something in their body that they choose to inject. Like, I haven't had a bang in weeks because I of the... It. Well, yeah, but, dude, those caffeine pills, they get you this... I think they're better, you know? Because it all hits you at once. And no sugar, no, like... Fake I'm, sweetener. Sucralose. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. the thing is they don't tell you how much... They, they're like, oh, yeah, no sugar, but it's like... They don't even say on the thing how much uh, sucralose is in it. So it's like... Which is what? Just a chemical sweetener? It's an artificial sweetener, which is probably worse than sugar. And it does the same thing to your liver and everything. It's probably so. worse than sugar, but it probably doesn't get used in any beneficial way like sugar does. Because sugar is, like, at least your body can run off energy that way, you know? Yeah, but your fucking body is like, what the fuck is this you're feeding me? And then, like, all that CoQ10 is, like... Is it really making that much of a difference than if you just take a like vitamin that's CoQ10 or all the creatine and stuff? Most people here, they drink a bang, they don't work out, they're just trying to get wired. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to get wired too, but I don't need all that extra shit. It's probably a big reason why I was shitting blood two months into here, because I was just just chugging multiple bangs throughout the day. Yeah. So oh. So we're recording. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he so, shit blood. I did once too. I already talked about my blood shooting experience. <laughs> it was it's pretty entertaining. All right, squadron. So we apologize. Last night we got interrupted by Jack and Jim. Yeah. And they made us go see the the stupidest movie I've Second ever. Second worst movie I've seen this week. That movie was ever. That movie was fucking stupid. For anyone who isn't knowing, we went and saw this fantasy island movie. And it just became like, oh well, my fantasy is this. And oh, it's well, cooler than your fantasy. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then it, and then they tried to get all these different like Sham Emelon twists in it, and it was yeah, like, well, whatever my, that means. Yeah, my my fantasy is gonna override your fantasy and cancel your fantasy out because all fantasies have to be fantasized. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And then and there was hot chicks. Yeah. But they were idiots. Yeah, the spoiler alert, because you don't want to waste $10 for this. It's a Twelve. $12. God damn it. They're, they 
there's a hot chick and the whole conclusion of the movie is she it like was a nerd growing up and now she's super hot and, and she's then, a J cat and she's a total <laughs> J cat and she fucking like her the love of her life burnt to a crisp and hold so, on <laughs> she went on one date with this dude yeah on one date so stalker like class five clinger yeah and just instantly <laughs> fell in love. And so now she like tracked down all the people whose fault it was that this dude burned up in a fucking fiery death. And instead of her fantasy being like, I want to bring him back and be back with him, she just takes revenge on all these people. And it's like, in the beginning of the movie, she had the hots for some soldier guy. Why don't you just fucking bang the soldier guy? But no, no, she just has. That to was all a twist. Yeah, she but. She knew he was the cop who pissed out. Ugh, that's fucking stupid. It, it, it just bring back your stupid fucking. And, and he was not even attractive. <laughs> yeah, and she was and I super can say, hot. And I know which guys are attractive or yeah, not. Yeah, because I'm progressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's it. This is this is basically what I caught out of the movie. There's a lot of cocaine in Hollywood, and these scriptwriters <laughs> just were doing mad coke, and then they ran out of coke. And then they come back to the fucking, like, office and they're like, fuck, we need more coke to finish this script. And then they get coked out again and they're like, wow, this script doesn't make any sense. So they're like, well, if we do more coke, we can, like, tie up the loose ends. And what I want to know is what fucking billionaire in Hollywood was shoveling money into this shit movie? You know what the best part is? What? They're going to get rich off the movie anyway. They're going to at least break even. Like, but it's like, dude. Who who has millions, if not billions, of dollars and was like, oh, this is a good idea for a movie? And then they had like pretty decent actors in it. Yeah, they did. So like these actors probably read the script and they're like, this script is shit, but I could use the paycheck. Yeah. And then because the actors get paid regardless. Yeah, they don't give a fuck if it sells in the box office. They're just trying to make. I, and if I were actor, I'd do the same thing. But like, yeah, I'll so be in. I'll be in some shit movies. I don't know. It, it was fu- So if you're listening, don't watch this shit movie. It fucking sucked. And yeah. then we left, and we got a bunch of pizza. And I we still w- feel like shit. From the pizza? My stomach is fu- I don't eat that kind of shit ever. Yeah, we got two pizzas, and we went to some secret beach cliff that you guys made me hop a fence in the dark. And it was like, there's graffiti on this little fucking little piece of cement that's randomly there and it's dark and the stars are bright and there's just this cliff and there's holes in the ground and little metal stubs (laughs) so I'm like trying not to fucking trip and fall off this cliff and then I'm hungry so I eat like four slices of pizza super fast and then my stomach hurt so bad I couldn't even bend over I thought he was gonna throw up I thought yeah I kept making that noise or shit blood I was like ugh yeah I kept making that noise and then Jim and you kept making me laugh, and it hurt my made my stomach hurt more. <laughs> and then we got home, and we're like, "All right, we have to call it a night." So now it's fucking day, day two, day two into this, and now hopefully we won't get interrupted. But uh, Zach always finds a way to just barge into a recording and just wreck shop. Re- yeah, wreck shop, ruin the moment, ruin the ambiance. Yeah. And he my spirituality went out of the window. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's like I sold my soul to fucking Lucifer. Yeah, gay it, Lucifer. Gay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he knows how much he's loved and adored on this show. Like out of all my guests, all the met like the messages I get, 
Why do chicks love gay dudes always more? So much more. They Andy feel, has a great ass. Oh, have you ever punched or kneed his ass? Yeah, it's just it's like, like a so pillow. cushiony. Yeah, it's like a pillow. That's why I spank it or like pinch it, and he yeah. gets uncomfortable. I think he loves it. He secretly. He's like, oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, I I show him message like his episode doesn't get the most downloads because he he never went to the needle. Come on, but come on. Yeah. You're not shooting dope in your neck on Tuesday or morning. Or shooting Who meth. Are you even, and, really? Yeah. If you don't shoot heroin and meth mixed together, it's hard for me to relate to you. Yeah. It's hard for me to respect your drug use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, oh, you pop pills? Yeah. So oh, did I ooh. in sixth grade. He didn't even know about boofing until he met me. Oh, my God. Andy's gay. Yeah. You shove everything in your ass when you're gay. <laughs> Or a drug addict. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not gay, and I shoved a lot of things in my ass. I hate so just to hide things in jail. Or just, yeah. <laughs> you like. There's other reasons, but. But there's a lot of reasons to shove things in your ass. Just know any dude who has done proper amount of drugs is down for ass play. I got into boofing <laughs> because I was like getting. St- I think it was. Uh, I shot up. And I got staph or an abscess. Nice. And the, and then my needles would get dull, so I'd have to like sharpen my needles with yeah. sandpaper, and they'd be like good for one use. But like, I'd get so flustered up because I'd be like, God damn it, I just want to yeah. fucking inject this these drugs. And then I was like, Fuck these abscesses, fuck this staph. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh and I have fucking I have, I think I told the story, but. I was like, I dried out for like a week and I was like, all right. And then I opened my closet and I see this big dark ass thing on my ground and I'm mm. like, what's that? <laughs> and I pick it up and I look and I'm like, that looks like a caked ass cotton. Oh like, God. Just hard, solid black. Ooh, I, was like, I love when they're hard. You know there's heroin in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I was doing goofball so I knew there was meth Ooh. too. So I was like, fuck dude. Sounds like a good day to be yeah, I took a little, like, razor blade. I made a little can cooker from a Red Bull can because I use can cookers. Yeah, Fuck a spoon. I use spoons, too, but can cookers They're way fun. better. They're thinner. They're it cooks thinner, it faster. Cooks faster yeah. It's got the little rim guard, so yeah. it doesn't, like, it protects against spillage. Yep. So I stick that cotton in there, and I drip some water on it, and I poke at it, and it just oh, gets all black. soaks up the water so I was just sexually. Like, I was like, oh, I have to do this. And then I'm rubbaging through my fucking syringes I broke all the tips off because I was like fuck this so then that was the worst idea you've ever had at worst and so I was like well I could google how to to boof and so I went on all these forums and they it's basically like you just shove it in your ass yeah, and you squirt just, that motherfucker yeah right? like dumbass like they were telling me like idiot <laughs> you just put it in your ass and squirt it so then I got I was like fuck bull it's just it, I was like I need some lube or something I didn't have lube, no. so I put Preparation H all on the fucking oh, outer God. and just, and then I stuck it, I laid on my side on my bed and I put it in and I squirted it and it was all warm still. Nice. And I was like, I don't want this to like, I don't want to pull this syringe out yeah, and like, lose some. and then lose some. Yeah. I want to get every drop. Common sense. Yeah. So then I just, <laughs> they said to leave it in for like 45 seconds. I left it in for like five minutes. Yeah. Just to make sure. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I feel this really fast. So then I was like, well, fuck, boofing's amazing. Yeah. You don't even I'm worry just going to just, yeah, I'm just going to boof. And so that whole week I was just a boof man. And then that kicked off another like relapse and another run. Obviously. And so I'd go score heroin and meth. And all my friends would be like, why don't you just shoot up in front of us? And I'm like, no, I, I don't want you guys to see me shoot up. 
but I was really boofing in the bathroom, just hiding it from everybody. <laughs> and I want to see you shove shit in my ass. I've seen you shove shit in your ass. Oh yeah, when I had the enemas, I had a thirty-day supply of enemas. Yeah, and then I took a picture right next to your. Yeah, bottle. David had his secret phone, and the, everyone wanted to watch me do this enema. I forget what they looked like though. They're bigger than a fucking hundred cc needle. Like they had a big old like butt barrel, and then yeah, butt barrel. Yeah, that's what I the love per- it. It said the- it on the paperwork, butt barrel. <laughs> yeah, I got all my friends crowded around me in rehab, and they're like, "I want to see you put this in your ass," and everyone's like, "Everybody well, get everybody." Well, we else. started it off that we were gonna put it in his ass for him. No, the first what that time is what I we talked about. I know, but I, if it's the first run, it's got to be me. Because Just you got no was nervous. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> and put things in my ass. It already came pre-lubed. I stuck Which it is in. Awesome. The, yeah. Everything should come pre-lubed. Everything. <laughs> Just for the option. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so everyone, and then I got the peanut gallery staring at me. So I'm like, fuck! I got to get the angle right because I don't want to have it go in diagonal. And we all had to witness it, so he had to be on his side, ash cheeks spread. Yeah, I had my That's ass... That's when I came in. Oh. <laughs> I did spread my ass cheeks. And, and then... no, and then we took the picture with my face and the thumbs up right took next to your pic- asshole. Took two pictures. With the enema deep inside of him. Deep inside. And then I... he squirted it. <laughs> I squirted it, and they took one picture of me, and it's the most embarrassing picture. And then the second one's Gary next to my ass giving two thumbs up <laughs> with a big old grin on his face. And then David took those pictures on his secret phone... And I don't know where that phone is. So well, he's in prison now, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess he's he was on the podcast, episode, what, 45? And for those that don't know, our homie David got kicked out for that phone. And then went on the run, got picked up on, like, a DUI, got sent to, to county, and then transferred to prison. He'll probably get released on parole. In about eight years. Maybe, yeah. I don't know the details. I don't even know what prison he went to. I th- I think it I depends know. on my county's, county's different. Yeah. So maybe Wasco. I think Wasco. He's gonna do reception in. My county goes to San Quentin. But here's the thing. I don't know what happened to that phone, or if the cops have that phone and went through all the pictures. And now the police know that we boof stuff and take. Yeah, photos. and so the cops or some people. There's a random couple pictures of me with enemas in my ass, and. When David got caught with his phone, the staff here were going through his phone. Because when you get caught with your phone... They search it. They go through all the messages, all the pictures, all your texts, Facebook messages, everything. So I'm sure staff saw a a couple pictures of me with enemas in my ass. And me about six inches away from your butthole smiling. Yeah, but they didn't didn't call me out on it. Me neither. Yeah. They probably... I mean, how do you come... To people and be like, so, uh... There's photos of you with an enema in your ass. Yeah, and Gary's really close to your assholes. So. I really don't care. Like, I'm just like, well, hey, life, I mean, life gets exciting sometimes. Yeah, you're in rehab for a year. I mean, shit's gonna get a little weird. When Zach had his phone and kept it a secret, his secret cell phone, I would borrow it, because I had already got caught with my secret cell phone. So yeah. I was like, I'm not about to get another secret cell phone and get caught again. I'll probably get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, you'd have got kicked out. So I was like, I'll just use because everyone around me was having secret phones. So I was like, well, let me use your secret phone. I want to check my messages. And so I would 
I would save pictures and upload it to our Insta, our podcast Instagram page, and I'd have to go look through the pictures, and then I would just see dick pics, asshole pics on Zach's, on Zach's phone. Oh, and I saw like, Zach's dick on accident. I've seen Zach's dick. It's, I went to go on his phone and I actually saw the dick the grinder. You know when the the little notifications come up on the top of the screen? Oh, he gets... I clicked like a button to go on top and right at the same time a grinder notification came (laughs) up. And I accidentally clicked it. It It's just a dick pic of this big ass dick. It's like, fuck, dude, I can't go on your phone for seven seconds. No, he gets like 70 grinder notifications in like five minutes. And what's creepy is he'll get messages on grinder. And he'll be like out at like a Starbucks and he'll get a grinder message and someone will be like, oh, I hope you're enjoying your Starbucks. Like he has stalkers and shit. I know, it's Yeah. That never happens to me. Me neither. You know, if I ever have a match on Tinder or Bumble and they're like, oh, I see you over there at fucking Dollar Tree. Yeah. Buying baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, it never happens to me. Gay dudes get to have the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway... Sorry for that rant, but what, what we were about to get into our high-speed pursuit stories yeah. before we were rudely interrupted before, and so out. I had one, you had one, and then you had another one about, you had two stories, but one was a high-speed pursuit. I have a high-speed, and then I have that, uh, it's another stolen car, but it was for a residential burglary. Nice. Okay. You want to keep Which it is off? a good revenge story. Okay. Let's hear it. That, you want to do that one first? Uh, your your choice. Alright, um, I'll do the high speed first, because the other one's pretty long. There's a lot of detail into that one. Okay. A lot of reasons why I went, like, as hard as I did against that couple, you know? Yeah. So the first, so I got, like, this last time I was out using, I was doing goofballs, obviously, and I was shooting, like, a half gram of speed with, like, .3 or .4 black every shot six times a day, like, what? I was getting properly high, dude. Like, my tolerance was fucking savage, you know? You are doing a shot not just to get to well. You were getting, no, yeah, you were getting that. I wanted well to and high get the and one shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't even about getting well. Being well was like... No. It was about getting high. Yeah. Like, when you get to that point, shit gets scary, you know? Fuck yeah, it does. But uh, I was stealing a lot of cars because I, I had a F-250 lifted truck and fucking... It was a cool truck, but it was like... It was diesel, you know, and it was a 2006 or some shit, and it just fucking drank up diesel, and diesel's expensive in California, dude. Fuck. Gas in general is expensive yeah. in California. And it had, like, 300,000 miles on it, and I was just like, I don't know, I just, I mean, I was super loaded, so I was just like, you know what's a way better idea is you just steal cars and drive them around that. <laughs> it's way better on gas mileage, and this will just be, like, my reserve, you know? Yeah. And I kind of had it set up to, like, camp out it and shit, you know? Nice. And so at the time, I had a fucking 110-pound Pitbull Mastiff with me, and he was a little fucking chaotic. So I'm walking around one night, and me and my friends were just like, I forget who I was with. I know Tweaker Mike was there. Tweaker Mike was in a lot of my adventures <laughs> last time. <laughs> nice. But uh, we were walking around, and I, and I had Jiggler keys. So basically, Jiggler keys are keys to like any car in the 90s or earlier you can file them down a certain way and jiggle them in keyholes or ignitions to unlock it and to start, unlock it yeah, yeah and it, it's just the easy way to steal shit like out of cars you know how do you get a jiggler key well i made the keys but i had jeep keys from when i was fucking like 
16, my first car was a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Nice. And so I, I just never lost those keys somehow through all these fucking years of craziness. Like, I still had those keys. And so I just filed them down the way you have to do it to make them work. And they work on, like, fucking maybe, like, half the cars you try, you know? Because yeah. obviously they have different sets and different types. So it's oh, like yeah. a 50-50 shot, basically. And I see this Jeep, and it was lifted, and it was fucking sick, dude, you know? And, and I mean, Jeeps are one of my favorite kind of cars, 90 Jeeps. And lifted, especially with, like, fucking racks and custom lights and shit like I don't know it just gets that little thing going like, <laughs> I need that you know tickles your balls yeah it tickles my balls tingle yeah <laughs> you know typical and so I see this jeep and it's like a dark ass street in Capitola which is just near Santa Cruz where I'm from and I start jiggling the thing and I was like uh, the car door and I was like well maybe I should check if it's even locked because a lot of times those locks are just janky as fuck on those those years of jeeps yeah and I open it and the door's fucking open and so I hop into the front seat and I'm like looking around to see if there's any good shit to uh, steal I open up the center console and the fucking key was in it oh and I was like sick dude it's meant to be this is my new car yeah so I grab the key I start it and I dip out and uh for about I'd say five or six weeks I was driving this car but the thing I, I I would do is I would go break and do another Jeep I'd take all the stickers, all the fucking information that they always had in their swap fucking glove box, and I'd swap it, and I'd swap the plates, but I'd leave the one from the stolen Jeep inside of that Jeep. I'd swap the stolen plates to that Jeep, same make and model, so, like, because if you really... Same color. Yeah, usually the same color, like, or close. Like, if yeah. it was dark green or black, or, like, dark blue and black, it was fine, you know? Yeah. Or, well, I'll get to that point. So I would change it, you know, because if you think about it, this is my thought process behind it. When you walk up to your car, how often do you read the fucking license plate? If the license plate's there, it's a California plate, you're just going to make the assumption that it's yours, right? Yeah. And how often do you check your fucking paperwork when you get pulled over? If you're getting pulled over because of the plates I put on your car, it's probably because the cops think it's stolen. (laughs) And you're already going to be in a shit show anyway. Yeah. And I'm going to be off doing my thing with your fucking plates, (laughs) you know? So... I would do that, and I and I I like had this sense of feeling like after a few weeks, okay, the car's getting hot, because with these stolen cars, I'd be doing crime constantly, and then I would just do it again. I was constantly swapping, and then it's your burner car. Yeah, it was basically my burner car, and when I'd feel it getting a little too hot, I'd park it for like four or five days, check the activity on it if it was still there. I was like, fuck it, I'm good, and every time I would change all the plates and shit, I'd paint the car. So you they were, paint it? Even. Yeah, I would go steal or buy spray paint. And I'd fucking wow. paint the car, yeah. I'd just drive up into the woods or go to a fucking trap house and sand it all down, tape it off, and paint it. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's what I was doing with this Jeep. I had it for, I think it was probably like five, six weeks. I'm so, not sure, though, because who I, the fuck knows what time really is. When you time travel when you're on goofballs. Yeah, you, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. hard to say for sure. But I did a lot of shit in this car. And I used to go to Watsonville, which is like... Oh, Watsonville's a shithole. Yeah, and that's like basically <laughs> where I grew up, so... I would go there, I'd go there to pick up uh, one of my buddies who sold dope, yeah. and uh, his girlfriend, fucking gangster ass bitch, full all face tats and everything, you know? Nice. He has face tats too, but she was way harder than he was. <laughs> like, she was gnarly, been to prison like five times. Oh my God. And I would go pick him up, and we'd go like, meet Connects, and, and he would just bless me basically for helping him out, you know? And he was, yeah. I knew him in junior high, okay. so I've known him for a long time, you know? And we've been locked up together and fucking... Like, when he would get out, I'd always hook him up and get him started or whatever, you know, we were close like that. 
And so I'm going to pick them up. It's probably like 10 in the morning. And I pick them up, and we drive back to Santa Cruz, and there's like this spot where this camp of all these high-powered white boys from my town, they all camp out there. It's super fucking like... It's gnarly, dude. It's like go, walking on like a fucking army base full. Like you walk in and you're checked at the front and then you have Whoa. to get cleared to get in. And like it's super clean there, like spotless. There's no trash anywhere. Like everything's set up super nice. Like it's fucking, it was weird, dude, you know? That is weird. But you could go there and there's this girl, uh, her name was Speedy or something like that. <laughs> and she always had dope, bro. So you could oh, yeah. go there to buy dope, you know? And I had dope and he had some dope, but we were going to get like a half piece. So, and... And I've been tearing this car up, dude, like, getting it, right? And when you lift a Jeep, they have spacers on the wheels mm-hmm. that connect the rim to the fucking wheel bearing, and it, like, lets the uh, wheel pop out a little bit so the big-ass tires have room to rotate. And so I had these spacers on them, and then they have, like, these bearings inside them. And if you over-tighten the spacer and the bearings, they'll start to snap because there's no flex, you know? So I'm driving, and I keep fucking... Hello. I you guys were working on homework, and you were checking emails. We doing were a doing a podcast. No, nobody asked me about a podcast. I mean, can it I does do a podcast? For the last eight months. Yeah, I've been doing podcasts my whole time here. Yeah, but that's different. You didn't ask me to use this area to do your podcast. Can I use this area or another area? You can't use this area on I me. Mean. What area can I use? Um, you can use that, that, that room back there. The other room. The little office back there? The little office back there. The room, the is it open? Yeah. All right. Uh, was I in the story? <laughs> um, oh, the wheel bearings. Yeah, the wheel bearings. Are we recording? Yeah, we're good. All right. So, yeah, so that was proof we're in rehab right there. We got fucking booted out of Shut our Shut down by Shut the fuck down, dude. Oh, my God. Luckily, he's one of the cooler staff, and he's pretty laid back. Yeah. He just has to prove the point really quick, and then... Oh, yeah. He's always got to be like, just ask. Yeah, which is, I mean... I get it. Yeah, it's his job. I get it. Yeah, he's cool. Now we're out of the learning center and in this Genesis counseling room that no one uses. But there's comfier seats, which is nice. I feel this is a little more professional. A little bit. Except the fucking family day thing. (laughs) And Lost child and scapegoat. And fucking Chief pumping. enabler. Yeah. Chemically dependent person failing Us. her. Yeah. <laughs> I'd always go to the chief enabler every time. Yeah. Well, it's Mom? like. <laughs> no, my, my dad was the enabler. My mom. My dad was out my, of the picture. Though. My mom came down hard every time. And really? then she'd get mad at my dad for enabling. She'd be like, How, why would you give him money? Yeah, it was the opposite for me. But my stepdad, he's been in recovery for almost 30 years. So. Oh, well, that makes sense. All right, so <coughs> wheel bearings. Wheel bearings are breaking. Yeah, or they're about they're to snapping break. like one at a time though, you know. And While you're pulling up to the place? No, just over time. Oh, okay. And so I'm getting like the wheels literally getting to the point where it wants to fall off, and I'm con- constantly having to like prop it up, take it off, swap the bearings so they're like in a more stable like situation instead of like three up here. I'd make like a triangle type shit. You know, and I didn't want to go buy bearings because it's a fucking stolen car. Like, I have to get rid of it eventually anyway, right? Yeah, why put money into a stolen car? Yeah, unless it's to make it, like, not as stolen. <laughs> and that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So, There's a VIN number. Yeah. So, we get to this spot, and it's, like, in, like the freeway does, like, a circle. It's called the fish hook. And underneath the circle is the little forest where the white power fucking camp out spot oh, was. Oh, Jesus. So, I'm with this girlfriend... 
he goes to the camp spot to fucking get dope. And by this time, my key stopped fucking... Because this is another thing that's wrong with Jeeps. The key will just stop turning one day, like... And you have to fucking get the ignition fixed, right? Oh. So, like, a few days prior to that, I'm looking at this other steep, uh, Jeep I'm trying to steal, right? Yeah. And I'm a few blocks away... And it's a badass fucking Jeep, dog. Like, all the bells and whistles, and I could not get in the fucking door, dude. So every night I was in there trying to fucking get at that Jeep, you know? But it was on a super hot spot on the west side in Santa Cruz. And it was just sketchy, you know? And I would get all... And I was all spun out, so I'd get paranoid. And I was, like, fucking trying to bust the whole lockout, which I've done before, and that works. And then still, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to start it once I'm in. And, you know, so yeah. it's getting sketchy. So the sun started coming up one morning when I'm trying to get into it. And I'm parked, like, maybe two blocks away, dude. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I get back to the Jeep. I'm with my dogs in the fucking car. I go to start the Jeep that I've been starting, and the key will not fucking turn, bro. Like, I'm doing everything I can, and the sun's coming up. It's a weekday, so everyone's getting ready for work. Like, and you're high. I'm loaded, bro. <laughs> and fucking, I'm in my car, and, like, my dog's all fucking hyped up on other fucking dogs because he's been in the fucking painter his whole yeah. life. Yeah. No, he's been in the fucking... Uh, like, when we went to the Humane Society, he's been in one of those shelters oh, most of his life. He yeah. was a rescue pit. Yeah, he wants to get out. And he just has, like, a weird anger towards people in uniforms and other dogs because of the situation, right? Obviously. Yeah. And uh, so he's just, like, every dog's walking by. I'm, like, fucking blowing up the spot. I'm YouTubing how to hotwire Jeeps because all my shit's in it, dude. Like, my phone's dead or, like, about to die. I'm YouTubing videos. I'm ripping this whole fucking steering column apart to fucking try to get this thing started. I finally get it started, and then I go to fucking put it in drive, and the thing's stuck. Shifter's stuck. Yeah, the shifter's stuck, so I break it, but it works perfectly to where I don't have to push the button. I just broke the little safety thing, and it just drags the drive. So I go to drive out, and the steering wheel won't turn, so fucking, like, I barely got it to turn. I got out of the parking spot. The, the power shit. steering fluid probably. It, well, it had like this weird thing wound up in it. I googled and found out later. So I oh. back up and I ended up parking exactly how I was because the wheel was stuck. And I grab a flathead screwdriver and I just start stabbing the fuck out of where they said this shit, like this thread kind of shit was. It almost looked like old film, like from like a Kodak camera. Like what? it kind of looked like that. I just stabbed the fuck out of it and just yanked the wheel and it just started. <laughs> and yeah, so it started working, right? <laughs> the wheels turned and everything's good. Fucking out of there, right? So. But the reason I told that part of the story is when I'm sitting in this fucking, uh, on this street waiting for my homie to get back, the car is just ripped up. Like, there's no denying the fact when a cop saw that shit that that car has been stolen. Yeah. Because there's wires everywhere, and my little hot wire box is out, you know what I mean? Like, all the little things I need to start the car because you need other little wires to stick in these little holes yeah. to fucking start it, right? And so I'm sitting there, all my dope's out. The girl sitting there's this cool little ledge she was sitting on, and like there's other homeless people right there, like that were with the business, you know, like, and so we're chatting up, and I'm in the car cooking a shot, and she just her face gets all like eyes get all big, and she goes, dude, there's cops parked, and like you know when they park in the middle of the street and they hop out like that because they're like going to go at whatever they're going, yeah, at. that's how they were with me, and I'm sitting in the driver's seat, my dog's in the back seat, and I hop out of the car really quick. My go-to is don't sit in the car because then you're trapped, right? So I hop out of the car and I start walking. Acting like I didn't even see him, right? Yeah. And I go to grab my, like, act like I'm grabbing my dog. He's like, hey, why'd you hop out of the car so quick? And I was like, oh, I was going to take my dog for a walk. And they're like, see the dog? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, 
I'm gonna need you to just sit on that curb right there because someone walked by and my homegirl was doing a shot in the car and they oh. saw. So I'm gonna make the assumption whoever that person was probably called the cops because they were just like they probably yep. live right there, you know. And so they knew there was dope and fucking. I'm already on the run. I have warrants. Fucking drugs, stolen car. My whole car is filled with stolen property. Fuck. I'm a violent felon. It's just all bad, dude. So he's like, sit on that curb, and I go to act like I'm sitting, and I just take off. You do? <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit, dude. Yeah. And I dip like a block, and I start hopping these fences, and I'm hopping one fence to another. Dude, these fences are like 10 feet tall, dude. Like, tall. But like, you're, I'm, t- you're tall, too. I'm a tall guy, dude. But it, I was struggling to get over these fences. <laughs> they were fucking huge. And then there were huge drops there. It was like leveled, you know? The you just houses. dip out on your girl? It wasn't my girl, it was my friend's girl. Free of the, and she was just, girl. she just was like a bystander, dude. Yeah. Like, so they couldn't even charge her. She was already out of the car. She was just sitting. There was other homeless people she was talking to. I could have been alone. No one knows. Yeah. So I dip out. I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> so I dip out and I'm hopping these fences and basically I do like a big circle back because my dog's in the car, you know? Oh. I had to get the dog. That oh. was my whole mindset. Like, get the dog. Get the rest of the dope and the needles and all that shit. That's in the car. Yeah, that's all in the car. Get like my ID was in the car, my oh, wallet, fuck. my money, everything. So I'm doing this circle and the cops are walking down the street asking questions, looking, and they go hop back in the car and they're like looking in the car. They hop back in their car and they take off after me, right? So I run up, I hop in the car, and I start fucking hot wiring the oh, car, but I'm nervous, dude. Yeah, so I'm shaky, you know? Adrenaline. Like, my adrenaline's pumping, dude. And the girl's like, hurry, fucking start to get out of here. They didn't even question me. Go, go, go. And I'm trying to do it. It felt like it took forever, but it probably took less than a minute. And I get the car started, put it in drive, and I dip out. Oh, my God. And by this time, I have, like, one thread left on that tire. So I'm mobbing down the street, and a fucking cop car passes me. Flying, dude. And then I'm seeing sirens and, or, or lights behind me, and I'm hearing sirens fucking everywhere, dog. And I'm dipping out through town in this car. No, in my head the whole time I'm like my wheels are gonna fall off my wheels are gonna oh, fall off oh no I'm hitting speed bumps getting it right and like <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing sirens or cops flying past me because they were going towards the scene and I was going the opposite way right they're flying past me slamming on their brakes and I'm just dipping dude fucking mobbing this jeep that I know is about to fail me but I was like I gotta get as far as I can away from this shit so I'm dipping through town and I get towards like uh, it's called Midtown it's like probably a couple miles away Sirens everywhere though, bro. Like, yeah. it's bad, you know. And fucking, I I go to hit, get to this stoplight or stop sign, and my fucking, I just go. You just hear boom, and then you just see a wheel skipping down. The road. <laughs> Did you just tilt on the do, axle? Yeah, I went, and I'm sliding now, right? Because oh, I was going fast fuck. before I hit the brake, and I fucking turn into this parking lot of like this little fucking doctor's office thing. Somehow I park perfectly, dude. <laughs> my dog's like tripping out. And, like, 20 people rush me, are you okay, are you okay? And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, and you're still hearing sirens, right? Like, they're oh everywhere. Oh, my They're God. actively looking for me, right? And it's the middle of the day now. It's, like, 9 a.m., dude. And fucking, so I'm grabbing, so I still had the truck, though. It was running, but I was just over the gas shit, but I would steal gas, like, all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, big gas cans, and they have those big fucking huge race uh, gas cans with yeah, the big old hose for nozzle. fucking dirt bikes and shit yeah. or whatever it is. And I had two of those filled with diesel. So I grab a backpack, I throw all my, like, ID, my dope, all my shit, you know, like, the most important shit, all my clothes, all my shoes, all my stolen property worth a bunch of money was in this car, but all these people are, like, bum-rushing me, right? Uh So I grab some fucking dog food, 
put it in my backpack, grab my dog, grab the two fucking gallon things of fucking gas, and I start running down the street, and they're like, where are you going? I was like, don't worry, I have a truck and trailer down the road, which was like half true. I had a truck down the road, but I was never coming back. Yeah. You know? So I'm dipping out, and there's fucking louder and louder sirens, dude. So I'm dipping through all these fucking apartments. I end up stashing the gas because it's too fucking heavy. Yeah. And I have my dog, and he's all fucking hyped up because I'm hyped up. Oh, I'm wow. running through backyards, jumping fences, lifting a 100-pound pit bull over fucking fences. <laughs> and I get to this spot where like I know really well in Live Oak. And fucking, I'm hiding behind this dumpster, and I'm fucking cooking up a shot because I'm fucking tripping out, <laughs> you know? I'm thinking I'm going to jail for sure, you know? Yeah. And cops and sheriffs are everywhere, dude. And I'm just hiding behind this dumpster, and I do a shot. I call my homie, who's like two blocks away, but it was like a straight shot down a main road to get to this fool's house. And the fucking elementary school was right there and shit. And, like, the kids were out playing and shit, you know what I mean? I'm soaked in fucking sweat, and I'm just stressing, dude. And I'm like, dude... Can I mop through? Like, come hide at your house. I just got in a high-speed chase. Like, it's all bad for me. He's like, dude, if you can get here and, like, no one's following you, like, slide through, you know? Yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm, like, looking. I'm seeing cops go behind. Like, slowly they stop going by, you know? And I'm like, fucking, I'm gone. And I just start walking, dude, you know? Put my hood over my head, and I just start walking like it's nothing. But they don't know who I am, technically. You know, I've never, yeah. I've never met those cops before. And, fucking, I'm making the assumption that they weren't sure who I was. I changed my fucking... I put a jacket on. All I had was a white tee on before. I threw the hood on. They never, I don't know how, if they saw my dog or what, you know, I'm not sure. But I just walked to this fool's fucking trap house and I go hide in his house for like fucking. For a while. All day until it was nighttime and he gave me a ride to the truck eventually. But fuck, dude, it was nothing. And you got away. I got away. Nice. Never got charged with any of that. But I lost the Jeep, obviously. They didn't take fingerprints or anything? Because you're in the database. I don't know. Because when you're a Dude, there had been a hundred people in that car, too, though. Since oh, I stole, yeah, you know? there's probably DNA everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they can't do shit. That's definitely way better than my high-speed chase story, but mine, I also got away from the cops. So, during this time, I'm much more inner- innocent. I'm 21. I'm not shooting up dope, but I'm doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Any, pretty much any drug that's not injectable, I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm even like smoking meth here and there. Yeah, that's where I was at. Yeah. Too. So I'm working at this fucking uh, German restaurant in Shell Beach. It was called Old Vienna. They closed down now. But I was like a fucking dishwasher, 21. So you're getting loaded. Uh, coke out the ass. A lot of coke. Yeah. The, the fucking man cook sells coke. Yep, always. Uh, there's me and two other dishwashers. We're always on coke. We're slanging weed, and the the waitress is there, fine as fuck, and they bring us back beers. So I'm like, fuck yeah, this job's awesome. I yeah, mean, I'm I'm always busy because people just go and get fucking hammered at this place. Yeah, and um, they have a polka band that plays, and everyone's they got gnarly beers. So I'm working this night. I'm getting all the cute waitresses to bring me beer. So I'm getting hammered. And then I'm doing coke in the bathroom with, with, my, with the cook and my homies who are, um, who are also dishwashers. And I'm coked the fuck out and drunk. And I've been smoking weed on my lunch and all that shit. Yeah. So Standard. Towards the end of the night, we're like winding down, trying to close. And there was this guy I worked with. He's, I've told stories about him before, but his nickname's Burnt Toast. 
<laughs> so he drives this fucking shitty El Camino, and uh, he's like trying to. He's all coked out, trying to talk shit like, "Oh man, my El Camino is way faster than your Mazda six two six. And I'm like, just because it's got a bigger engine and it doesn't mean you're going to beat me. I'm going to smoke the shit out of you when we get off work. And he's like, all right, we'll see. So we fucking close up. We get in his car and Shell Beach is like, it's just like a little, a long strip. And like, yeah, I've been there. you turn down the road and it's just all these different little secret beaches and shit. Yeah. So we drive down to the cove and we're doing line after line after line, getting coked out. I'm buzzed hard. Yeah. Like, German beer is pretty strong. So I'm like, all right, the Coke's going to sober me up a bit. I mean, from the alcohol, but I'm coked out. Yeah. So we drive, but we, we're just coked out. We did like, I don't even know how much Coke we did. I think I ended up buying a little bit of Coke too, like, like a gram or something. And he's got Coke. You know, we're buying Coke off the fucking cook. And so I have weed and Coke on me. My homie's got weed and coke on him, and he drops me off in my car, and we're going to get on the freeway and race, like, thinking, yeah, we're going to fucking... I think we even put money down. We bet, like, okay, I bet you, what, 50 bucks, I'm going to... I'll beat you in a race. So we get on the freeway, and we're, like, side by side, lined up on the freeway, going, like, 65, and then uh, we count down, like, through the window, three, two, one, and we fucking go, and we're jamming down the freeway. <laughs> jamming. My fucking Mazda 626, that was the first t car I ever had. I had, like, an overdrive button, so I'm hitting the overdrive. Like, sh like it's automatic, but they have the little shifters. And so I'm fucking, um, I'm just tearing it up. Like, going 120. Yeah, sick. 120 down the freeway. And there's it's, like, 11, 11.30 at night. And there's still cars on the, on the 101. But, um... He's behind me trying to catch up. He's like trying to get on my ass, but he can't catch up with me. And I'm fucking weaving between traffic. So fun. Yeah. And uh, just getting it. It's pitch. It's dark. It's it's nighttime. And he's behind me. And all of a sudden, I'm all coked out. And I look up and I see red and blue lights. Fuck. And so I was like, fuck, we're getting chased by the cops. We both have coke and weed in both our cars. So I... Take off. I just mash on the gas. Now I'm like one... I think my speedometer went up to 160. So I'm pushing it. I'm trying to get to like 130, 140. Fuck, that's fucking, fast. Yeah. And I'm like scared. Like... Adrenaline. I'm like, I'm going to lose control of this car. I better fucking... I need to dip. So I get off on this exit real fast. And I like, I like slam on my brakes. So I'm skidding up to the stop. And I'm like barely fucking stopping. I think I kind of roll through the stop a little bit, take a left, and I mash out of there. And now I'm driving around town, taking random lefts, yeah, random yeah, life, yeah. rights. And I failed to mention this, but we were headed to a party. My buddy, we called him the Norwegian Wonder Kid. His <laughs> parents were out of town, and he was having this big-ass kegger at his house, and he was, like, texting us at work, like, when are you going to roll through? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to roll through after work. And so... I just dip and I'm taking back roads and taking streets I don't even know about. And this is back when, when I was 21, you didn't have Google Maps. You had a Nokia brick, so you had to just know where you're going. Yeah. So I'm lost half the way and then find my way and I'm like going this and there. What ends up happening is my buddy, Burnt Toast, gets pulled over because he was behind me. He couldn't, he didn't win the race, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and so. 
he gets off on the same exit, but he like pulls over and he's throwing his fucking coke and weed out the window. Somehow, oh, and it failed to mention this. It was also it wasn't a it wasn't a cop. It was a park ranger, but they had lights. Yeah, but I thought it was a cop. So they fucking he throws his drugs out the window, like into a bush, somehow, and fucking gets rolled up by this this park ranger while I'm just like out in the fucking cuts trying to make it to my buddy's house. I fucking make it to the party. It's like 12, 1230 even. Like, cause I've been just going like the longest yeah. way to get there and fucking the party's a bust. Like it's just burnt. Everyone's so blackout drunk. It's just all these chicks just passed out face down on the floor Everyone got way too wasted, and I'm like, I was like, Norwegian Wonder Kid, what the fuck? Like, I thought you said it was going to be cool. He's like, yeah, everyone got too drunk, man. Standard. And so everyone's just passed out everywhere. There's just like 25, 30 people just laying there, just dead. There's like maybe three people up still. So I do some coke with them, smoke some weed, and drink some more beers, and then make it home. And then the next day, I have work. So I make it to work and I see my buddy Burnt Toast and I'm like, what the fuck happened? I was like, we were getting chased. And I didn't even know it was a park ranger. He's like, yeah, a park ranger pulled me over. I threw my drugs out into a bush and he fucking wrote me up a gnarly speeding ticket. That's like reckless driving. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got a reckless driving. Yeah. Because he was going at least 100. And so, but they didn't, they searched his car, didn't find the drugs. They were still in the bush because it's like on an off ramp. Yeah. So I was like, well, what the fuck? And so I was like, well, because you got a reckless driving, I'm not going to make you give me 50 bucks, but uh, I'm going to go fucking, I want those drugs. You know, like, you owe me that. At least I won the fucking race. And he's like, no, that's fucked up. And I was like, you're not going to go get them. You're too chicken shit. And he's like, all right, fine. I was like, I was like, you owe me that at least. I'm not making you take actual money. I'm going to go actually. So Search I, for this yeah. shit. Yeah. So I fucking go. I get on my lunch break, I, t- I book it off, and I get off on this exit, and there's nowhere to pull over, so I put my hazards on, like, I'm, my car's breaking down, and I get out, and I'm like, fuck, which bush is this, and I'm like, like, t- trying to call him, he's not picking up, because he's working, I'm texting, like, where's this, which bush is it, <laughs> and uh, he doesn't answer, so finally, I'm just digging through this bush, and, like, cars are passing by me, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. I fucking finally find it in his little Coke bag, and I find the weed. The weed was easy to find because it's in a big-ass bag, but I was like, dude, I'm, I came I'm this here far. here for the Coke. Dude. Yeah. Get the Coke. Fucking, it's not even that much because he did so much. He was a Coke fiend. Yeah. So I get it, I book it, and I make it back to where I park my car to walk to work, and I fucking go in the bathroom and do more Coke. And uh, he was like, did you find it? And I was like, no, I couldn't find it. (laughs) I couldn't find it. It was nowhere. And uh, he's all looking the next day. (laughs) I think think he said, he might have said, like, oh, I'm going to go find it. I'm going to go look for it. And then, yeah, we got away. I'm sure there was other high-speed chases. There was times I would be racing down the road, and I'd go around a corner, and there would be cops just pulled over, like, with a speed trap. And I'd be like, fuck, and I tried to slow down, but... They fucking, it's like too late. And then I just, so I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to slow down. And then I just book it hard because I know once I get over like a overpass, 
they can't see me and I just I would see red and blues like right before I got up over a hill and then got off on an exit and then they I'd cut in between my two cars and I was gone and they couldn't find me but that's a pretty good story it's okay what about the other one you had where you were robbing somebody alright so I have a homeboy fucking um I was locked up the first time I ever did time I was locked up with this fool and he kind of laced me up on game, you know, we were close, dude, he was my cellie, and he's done a bunch of time upstate, and fucking, I see him on the street one day, this is, both these stories are the last time right before I came here. Yeah. And so, I see him, I'm like, what's good, fool, how you been, dog? And he's like, good, yeah, whatever, you know, and we started getting high together, and he has some girlfriend, and fucking, uh, we're getting high, and he's like, bro, my dad's going out of town. And he lives up in the mountains in Felton. He's like, bro, my dad's going out of town. And, like, I was living in my car and shit, like, just couch surfing, living at trap houses, whatever. He's like, bro, you can come stay with me, da-da-da. And I was like, bro, I'll keep you guys high if I can stay with you. And he's like, yeah, bro, I got a fucking dope-ass couch you can sleep on. We'll fucking chill, eat some good food. Your dog can run around, have some fun, whatever, you know? So his dad was going to be gone for, like, a fucking month, bro. Fuck. Yeah, I forget why, but he was leaving and, like, it was the house... With the shower and the fucking laundry mat and shit that he kept open for his kid, but he didn't trust him with the rest of the house. <laughs> yeah. So we had a bathroom, a shower, a laundry, and then he had like one of those really fancy tents, you know? And he had a sick setup though. We're up in the mountains in one of these badass tents. It's like a total Santa Cruz way to live, you know? And so I was staying with them and I was just like, we would go to town every day and I'd fucking just hustle and I'd buy like a three pack for us and fucking, but I was doing all the work, you know? Like I fucking made all the calls. I did all the leaks, fucking keeping us all high, you know? But he was letting me stay there, and we would fucking go get a bunch of food, and fucking, like, we were doing, we were, we were having fun, you know? But his girlfriend was fucking nuts, and made him nuts, and, like... Why was she nuts? You just complain she about shot everything? Out. Yeah, just yeah. miserable, no matter what, like... Nothing's those, good but, enough yeah. for her. Yeah. Even though I'm keeping her fucking high, and she has a place to live, because of fucking <laughs> her dude and her dude's friend, you know? Like, yeah. And I had this girl who would buy three grams off me, like, every two days... So fucking we, you know what I mean? Like we always had dope and we always had money and like we were good, dude. And so about two weeks go by and it's we go into town one night to just come up on shit, you know. They would drive and I would do the work. That's how it was going, you know. I was fine with it because like yeah, I'd rather have my own shit anyway and like be able to break people off. I hate it when it's the other way around. It's the worst. So we park on this street because this garage doors open and there's like five fucking like couple thousand dollar bikes a piece, and like tools the whole night and they accidentally left their garage open you know and so me and him she's in the car we walk down the street and these two sheriffs drive by on like the the street that like teed the end of the street we were on because the street we were on was a cul-de-sac and there was like a brick wall and over the brick wall was like this little like community garden kind of thing yeah but it was a super easy way to escape because you could go right into this gnarly neighborhood or you can go left into another neighborhood there was all kinds of places to hide and so the sheriffs go by, and it kind of spooked us. And I was like, hey, just follow me. We'll go around. We'll jump that wall. We'll get we'll be right in the garage because the garage is right next to the wall. We could throw the fucking whatever we steal over, and then we could walk any which way, meet up with her. Like, we, it'll be cool, dude. Just take the long way with me. We'll walk. It'll seem like nothing, you know? And I thought we were going to do this shit together, so I left my wallet, my dope, my dog, dog food, everything in this fool's car. And I'm walking, and I'm like, just spread out a little bit, you know? So, like, the cops don't see us together, because, like, it's just a look shady if we're, like, right next to each other. It's this late, you know? I don't, I don't remember how late it was, but it was pretty late, probably, like, 2 a.m. Oh, shit. 
and I walk around the corner, and I didn't want to look back, because I didn't want to, like, you know? And so I eventually look back, and he's not there, and I'm like, what the fuck, fool? So I'm like, fucking, I'm going to do this myself. And I go, and I'm, like, at the wall, and I'm like, bro, I'm at the wall, dude, we can do this, trust me, like, this is fucking perfect, bro. And he's, like, not hitting me up, and he finally picks up, and he's like, bro, we got spooked, we got out of there, like, just come walk to us. And I was like, all right, send me your location. He's like, yeah, we're not far. He sends me location, he's, like, five, six miles away. What? And you're on foot? And I'm on foot. What the fuck? And he has my dog and all my shit, you know? My money, everything, dude. And I was like, what the fuck? And this is after the two or three weeks that I was fucking just living with them, getting them high, fucking chilling with them, blessing them every way I could. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, fuck, are you serious? And he's like, dude, I'm, we're nervous to drive, duh, 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 just walk to us. And I was like, fuck, homie, you're far as fuck, dude, you know? You just have to drive five miles. Yeah. You didn't or, even do anything. Yeah. Yeah, and we hadn't even broken any laws. And I was like, fuck it, dude, you know? So I didn't want to break into that place and deal with all that shit by myself. It would have been way harder, you know? So I was like, fuck it, I was going to meet up with this fool, whatever. I still had dope and shit. I was like, dude, I need to go get high, you know? So I'm walking and I'm calling him, like, bro, where the fuck you at? There's no cops, no cops. But he wasn't picking up or he'd pick up and he'd sound all weird. And then fucking be like, dude, and then like hang up. I was like, this motherfucker's trying to get me, dude. So I fucking start barging it there, you know, like faster and faster. Oh, and it starts raining. <laughs> So I finally get to where he says he is in fucking nowhere to be seen. And he had he happened to have the same Jeep I had when I was 16. Not the same exact one, but the same make and model. You know what I mean? And my keys worked in his car. I already knew. I tested it when he was sleeping one day. <laughs> just in case, you know. <laughs> and so I'm looking for him. Dude, nowhere to be seen. His phone's off. All this shit, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? And the, I was more worried not about the dope, the money, but he had my dog, dude. And my yeah. dog has like anxiety issues from the way he was raised up in pounds and shit. So I was worried as fuck, dude. And so I'm in, now I'm in 41st. We were all the way in like SoCal. I walked hella far, fool. Like far, dog. Like for the middle of the night, for it raining, for like the shitty ass shoes I had on. And fucking, so I'm pissed off by the time I get there. Yeah. He's not there and I'm losing it, right? So now I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking steal a Jeep right now, mob to his house, and fuck his ass up or steal all his shit. I'm getting my dog and I'm taking everything that I want to. So I'm like trying to get, I find like five different Jeeps that could work. None of them are working. So I end up getting this big ass rock in this apartment complex. I shatter the window because a lot of times the fucking door won't work, but the ignition will. The ignition was easier to crack than the fucking door okay. for whatever reason. So I'm like trying to do this. None of these fucking Jeeps are working, bro. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck, man? You know? So I end up walking back to like where the mall is and I sit at this bus stop and I had stolen a bike at this time because my feet fucking hurt. You know, I just found like this cruiser bike posted up by the street and just took it. It was a piece of shit. And I mobbed down and I'm sitting at this fucking bus stop just tired as fuck. And I'm watching this dude who's just walking back and forth in front of this 24-hour Chevron. Like fucking back and forth, back and forth, all twacked out, you know, and I'm just watching him, right? And so all of a sudden this fucking cop uh, Capitola PD, which are the worst cops in my whole area, dude. Like, they're the most fucking just... They they're, crack. They're pissed, they're cracked, they fuck shit up. They're angry motherfuckers, dude. Because it's supposed to be a nice part of town, but it's totally fucking corrupted. <laughs> the malls there, you know, like, tweakers are everywhere. They're pissed all the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's late at this point. It's like four in the morning, probably. And maybe later, maybe five. It's late, dude. Like, I've been walking for fucking hours, dude. Trying to break into cars for hours. And none of them are working, which almost never happens. I always find, like, every one in three cars, I'll probably get into one, you know? Yeah. And even the one I shattered, I couldn't start that one, dude. Like, I was like, fuck, dude. 
So I'm sitting at this bus stop and this cop goes by and there's like a four-way intersection and he stops and he just flips a bitch and I'm like, fuck, dude, I just broke into so many cars. I shattered a window to the last car I tried to break into and after that I gave up, you know? And it was in an apartment complex. I'm like, fuck, there's for sure cameras. I had no mask on, nothing. I was just fucking... I was in that point of desperate crime where I'm just fucking <laughs> shit up trying to get my way, you know? Yeah. And so this cop turns around, so I get up and I start walking, and there's like a CVS uh, parking lot right there, and there's like a McDonald's and shit, but it, all there is is huge parking lots. There's like nowhere to fucking run. There's the apartment complex I just jacked, or tried to jack that fucking Jeep from, you know? And so I start walking, he's like, hey, and I just act like I can't hear him. And then he starts speeding up, and then a, a Toyota Camry starts driving all quick right at me, and I'm like, what the fuck? All blacked out, though. And he fucking turns on those little fucking undercover lights. In the dash. Yeah, so I see him, I dip the other way, and I'm fucking running down this fucking street, and this cop keeps going right up to me, almost hitting me, or the undercover, I mean. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm dipping through these apartment complexes, but dude, I've been walking and breaking into cars, trying to break into cars. You've been walking for miles. For miles and hours of this shit. I was so fucking tired, dude. And we had already been on missions all before this happened. Like, it was an active-ass night, you know? <laughs> so I'm running through, I look behind me, I don't see any cops, and I basically dive behind this trash can, and I had, like, a little bit of dope, like, a small amount, but my all the main dope was in that fool's car, you know? And I had, like, a, a couple needles and, like, just enough to do probably one shot. And I threw my little canister under this trash can and I just laid out, dude. I was so fucking tired. And then I look and I see this cop with his gun out rushing me. He's like, get the fuck out from under there. And he's like, get the fuck on the ground pulling his gun on me. And I lay down and I'm so fucking tired, dude. And he jumps on top of me and I had to piss. And I almost pissed myself because <laughs> he fucking need me so hard. I was like, oh, oh. shit, dude. And fucking, he, kept, he cuts me, puts me in the back of the car. And then some sheriffs came, like, hey, is this dude involved in any of these robberies tonight? And they're looking at my face, trying to get my description. I'm so tired, I'm just falling asleep in the back car. Like, I fucking gave up, you know? And fucking, my dope's gone now. The only little bit of dope I had. Yeah. And I hadn't done a shot. They found the dope? Yeah, they found the dope. Oh. And so fucking, they end up siding and releasing me, right? After, like, an hour of sitting in this fucking car. I just passed out. I was so fucking tired. And I was starting to get sick, you know? And fucking, not bad, but mentally, at least. Yeah. So by the time they're releasing me, they're like, bro, I don't know what the fuck your deal is, but you need to get the fuck out of fucking Capitola, you know? I was like, fuck, that means I gotta walk more. I was literally gonna go, like, lay the fuck down on the ground. I was so tired, you know? So I'm like, fuck, I gotta get out of here. So I start walking back to SoCal, and I literally, there's a sheriff station right here, but it's not, it's like a weird sheriff station. It's where they, like, park all their cars and shit. I don't I've know how much them. shit they do there. Yeah, I've seen You know, those. I don't really know, but they just have, all their cars are always parked there. And right across the street, there was this couch. So I turned the couch, I faced it the other way away from the fucking thing <laughs> against this fence, and I just pass out, dude. And it was probably like 6 at this time, and I didn't wake up till 12.30, dude. So I fell asleep for six hours, and I woke up, and there was all these sweatshirts on top of me. Like, someone saw me, and I was fucking probably cold as fuck, shivering, and they, like, tried to fucking warm me up Aww, with these sweaters and shit. I know, sweet. it was so sweet. Huh? <laughs> and then uh, a sheriff wakes me up, and he's like, you good? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm just tired. I just need to lay down. He's like, all right, I just wanted to make sure you're cool. Like, hell of cool with me. Sheriffs are always cooler than PD, though, you know? And he's like, all right, you should probably go, man. This doesn't look good. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And my phone's been dead, right? So I walked to the closest gas station I know of. It was a uh, a Shell gas station. I walk in, I jack some food, some fucking Gatorades, and a charger. Walk right out like, fuck you fucking people, dog. I'm dope sick. Not having it. You can try to fuck with me. I'm going to just fuck shit up, dude. I was over it. You know, I just walked in, grabbed what I wanted, walked out. I went not even a block away because I knew where there was an outlet. So I charged my phone and I called this phone. I'm like, what the fuck, dog? You know what I mean? 
He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. We fell asleep. Da, da, da. I'm like, whatever. I don't even care, dude. Just pick me up. I need to get high now, dog. And he's like, dude, we'll be there just in a minute, dude. And I'm like, all right, dude. And like 20, 30 minutes go by. I call him. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. We're in the middle of something. Da, da, da. Long story short, he dodged me for fucking hours, dude. I didn't see him probably till like seven that next, that night. So seven more hours. What? Still sick. Constantly trying to charge my phone and dip out because I was fucking just like stressed out. Finally, I'm at a Red Wings store. He's like, bro, go to the right, uh, right eight across the street. I'll meet you right there. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'm sitting and it's still taking like 20 minutes. Finally, I see him skating with my dog. I'm like, why is he not in the car? You know, he pulls up and he's like, hey, dude, sorry. Da, da, da. I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, I'm sick. I'm like, I just need to get fucking high, bro. Whatever happened, I don't even want to hear it, dude. Just get me high. Pulls out like not even half of the heroin I had, like enough to do like a good shot, dude. And I probably had a gram. So it was a little less than a half. Oh, he's gram. been dipping in. Well, I don't, well, it was a totally different sack. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck, fool? And he's like, here, do this, homie. I'm sorry, da, da, da. Like, she's parked at this thrift store right, <clears throat> right down the street. Let's walk there. And, dude, by this time, I've been walking for, like, what is it, fucking 30 hours? <laughs> My feet were fucking tore up. God dude. damn. So he's like, dude, I was, I was like complaining about my feet, like fuck my fear, my whole body hurt, dude, my back, yeah. my everything, dude, and I'm getting sick, so I'm getting body aches at this point, oh, yeah. I haven't done dope in fucking hours and hours and hours, dude, like a long time, dude, since like probably 16 hours, so I'm like deep into being sick now, and fucking he gives me that little bit of dope, and, but I didn't do it because we're in a fucking parking lot where there's people everywhere, you know what I mean, and we're walking down the street. And he's like, bro, let me just skate to the car. We'll come pick you up. I was like, I don't fucking trust you, homie. Look at all the shit you just did. Now you want to leave me again now that you gave me the dog that, like, for him, was a, it was hard to keep that dog, like, oh, yeah. to where he needed to be because he was a big-ass pit bull. He was hyper as fuck. And, like, he only listened to me, basically, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, dude, no, bro. Like, fuck that, dude. And all my dog food was in this fool's car. All my clothes that I had, my dope money, wallet, everything. And fucking he skates off, and I'm, like, trying to chase after him, but... He's trying to dodge you? Again. All he did was give me a little dope, you know? And I tried to chase after him, but I was in so much pain, and I was so exhausted and so sick. I was like, He got away. He got away. What the fuck? And he just drops off your dog. And, my, and a little bit of dope. Not my wallet, not my cash, nothing, fool. Ugh. So I go behind the store. I do a shot. I'm just like, fuck, fuck. At least I'm well, though, you know? Yeah. But there was no crystal in it, and I love doing good Yeah. Balls. So of I was course. already pissed. And I was, like, all dehydrated. It took me forever to find a vein. And my dog's sitting there. People are walking by. And I'm like, don't fucking look at me, dog. Like, I'm pissed <laughs> off. We're like, I had the fucked off night, you know? So I called Tweaker Mike. And I'm like, look, bro. Because he lived right down the street. And, like, I'm not walking anymore. Like, he's a homeboy, dog. Like, he's the, he's been, like, a little shady to me here and there. But, like, nothing compared to this. And, like, the shadiness with him is just something I want to do to him. But, like, all people do to each other, you know? Like, basically, like... If I would steal something, he would take his cut when he would sell it because he always had people to buy before, like, letting me do it kind of a thing. So yeah. I never knew exactly how much he got, but he always came back and gave me shit, you know? Yeah. So really, he didn't really even do me dirty. Shady, but not that shady. Yeah, like, the normal fucking, like... Normal shit. You're like, in the drug game. Let me, this like, is stage one shadiness. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't even stressing on it, you know? Yeah. So... I call him, and he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, and, like me and this dude are tight, you know? He's like, come by, dog. He had this little, like, studio, like, really small, like, basically a shack at, uh, behind his grandma's house. But his grandma would let his friends use the shower, and, like, she was, she was a fucking evil bitch, but she was, like, she felt bad for us, basically, and she would let us shower, and she'd feed us sometimes, and, like, 
as long as we stayed out of the house and like just showered and came right back out kind yeah. of thing. So for me, that was love, you know? I needed to shower bad. Yeah, so he fucking washes my clothes. We're the same size. He's like 6'5", though, but he's buff because he's locked up all the time and, like, blessed me with some clothes. He always had fresh rigs. Fucking, we were getting high. Like, he let me sleep. He showered, let me shower. Fucking gave me food. Like, he fucking literally brought me back to life, right? And so I'm like, bro, this fool's dad has so many Milwaukee power tools, which are the most sought-out power tools, right? Yeah. And fucking, like, I know exactly where he lives. I know when and when when and where he's going to be there or not. Da-da-da. Like, let's get this full, right? And as we're planning this shit out, the dude calls me like, bro, we're sick. Can you sell me some dope? And, like, my homie already put me back on game. Like, I had money, dope, everything again, right? I was like, yeah, matter of fact, come through, dog. And there was a Rite Aid right by his house. Or a Walgreens, I mean. I was like, come to the Walgreens in Midtown, fool. And I was like, all right, grab your gun, homie. Like, we're going to go fuck these fools up. So he puts a gun in his belt. We walked to the Walgreens, and I was like, but all my shit was at his house, like a bunch of nice clothes and shit, right? And I was like, look, I'm going to see if this dude will let me go to his house and give me a ride there. But if not, roll up on the gun, we're going to fucking just take the car, whatever. I don't give a fuck. We're taking everything, you know what I mean? And so he's standing there just looking, and my homie sees him, and he's all nervous, and I'm calling this fool a bitch, and like all this shit, calling him out in front of his chick, and his chick's laughing. I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking bitch, homie. Get out and do something, you know? Like, And he wouldn't do shit. And I was like, so I hop in his car, and my homie has my... Uh, doesn't have my dog. I actually have my dog. I forgot. And I hop in the car. I was like, we're going to your house now, homie. Our shit's going to get fucking real for you, dog. And he's like, all right, fine. So we go. We're mobbing. And we're all the way in Felton, bro. And he lives a little farther than Felton. And we pull into the safe. And I'm like, bro, let's go to your fucking house, dog. Like, I'm done playing games. And she's like, I just need to run in and get something real quick. And so she runs in. But when we pulled into the Safeway, there was a sheriff just posted, right? Oh, shit. And this fool has, his whole head is tatted. He has uh, two face tats on under his eyes, neck down, his whole entire body's tattooed, right? So we roll in, his head tats are fucking flaring because he keeps his head shaved, you know? He's a white boy and fucking... We pull in, and I'm like, fuck, there's a sheriff right there. We gotta go, you know? And I'm like, but... And he's like, dude, why? We're not doing anything wrong. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We just look shady. We're obviously all fucking strung out. Like, (laughs) you got head tats. Your chick looks sucked up as fuck in the front seat. You know what I mean? Like, there's a fucking 100-pound pit bull hanging his head out the door. Like, we're not normal people. (laughs) It's not a good look. Yeah. (laughs) And fucking... He's like, dude, there's no reason they can stop us. We came in here. We parked. She's buying something from the store. Like, I was like, yeah, you're right. All right, whatever, dude. And, like, it's taking forever because she's high as fuck. And fucking... The sheriff ended up coming down our lane, and I'm like, fuck, fool, and I have all these rigs, dope, all this shit in this little pouch, and I fucking stuff it under the seat, because I'm like, they have no right to stop us. They could question us, but they have no right to search us. We haven't done anything wrong, right? And they, the cop gets out, and he's like, hey, I ran your plates, and fucking, you were just involved in a petty theft at some thrift store, the thrift store that they bailed on me at. Oh, God. And he's like, we need to search the car, da, da, da. And he's like, take your dog out of the car. So I go to take my dog out of the car, and the fucking, my dog was hell of calm, everything was cool, sees the sheriff in uniform, and just grabs his knee with his big ass head, dude, bites his knee, start ripping at his knee, right, and fucking throws me in the back of the car like he's pissed now, throws me and my dog in the back of his fucking sheriff's car, fucking searches the car, finds the dope, everything, and I had like a hundred bucks or something in my wallet, and he takes the wallet, and fucking, and your ID's in the wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's in there, dude. Or I don't even... I don't remember, but... He took the money and he gave it to the girl on accident. That's the Oh, my death. God. So me and him get arrested because we're both on probation. And... 
They take my dog to the fucking pound because he has to go in quarantine because he just ripped his fucking fool's leg off, basically. And the dude was like, whole pants were ripped, blood everywhere. It was bad. What? So they take my dog. I'm crying because they're taking my dog. I don't give a fuck about all the other shit, but they're taking my dog who just ran the streets with me for four or five months. Every day, every Where second. They, where'd they take your dog? To the pound in Santa Cruz. Oh. So we're in jail. I'm locked up with this fool. And like, I'm about to start a fight with him. They separate us. They cite, I get booked though because I'm on felony probation, so I automatically get booked. Violation. But but they let me out. My probation officer came because all they found on me was a little piece of foil from I don't even know what. There was no heroin on it, nothing. It was probably like a fucking wrapper or something. Yeah. And fucking, uh, he was like, dude, I don't even think we could violate you for this. Like, there, that's not technically paraphernalia. It was a, it was literally like the size of a quarter, dude. It was in like my little tiny pocket in my pants. I didn't even know it was there. So, because I didn't say shit that the dope in the car was mine, because I was like, fuck these Yeah, fools, they got pinned you know? on him. Yeah, you know, fuck <laughs> this fool, dog, you know? <laughs> which is fucked up, but I was pissed. You yeah, know? well, he, 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 and I was like, it. dude, so you could say something. I'm not going to snitch myself out, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but you could say something. Like, I'm not going to hate on you if you tell him it's my dope, or I'm not going to deny it, but that's on you, you know? I keep my mouth shut around the cops. That's all I know, you exactly. know? Exactly. And so they put us in the same fucking car together for when I'm just ready to take off on this motherfucker, dog, but. I'm not going to catch another charge, so takes to jail. He's on parole, so he did a 10-day flash, and I went in for, like, less than 24 hours and got out. I called uh, my homie Mike up, and I'm like, look, I just got out of jail. Can you come pick me up? I'm already making plans to pick up more dope from this girl who fronted me dope. He's like, dude, I got a little bit of heroin. I got some crystal, but I have no rigs right now, right? Like, fuck, fuck, I just need to smoke something because I'm sick as fuck again. And I like, lost all my dope again. <laughs> again. And fucking, so he picks me up, we get high, and I was smoking this heroin though, and it was terrible, dude. Like, Taste is ho- tastes Yeah, so horrible. I'm calling this girl named Blanca, and I'm like, Blanca, fool, like, she's an older homegirl, like, this Mexican, just OG ass bitch, right? Like, dude, I need dope bad. Like, I'll do whatever you need, but like, this is what happened. And she's like, all right, slide through, blessing me with a couple grams of crystal, like a gram of heroin. Oh my God. Man, she's like, just steal me an Xbox or something for my son. And I was like, got you, dude. Never did it. But I, pl- I, I planned on it and I yeah. tried, but like shit just kept going sideways with that. <laughs> That's another story. But so we're getting high and I'm like, okay, dude, this is, so now all this has happened, you know about, and this is what's happened in the last fucking whatever it was. I think I was only in jail for like 12 hours or something, maybe 16 hours. But I was like, now this happened. His chick got released because she wasn't on probation. They gave her my cash. And she's gone, right? And she had a, a Apple laptop that we just like yours that we stole together in this car, and like I wasn't seeing none of it, you know. But I was, but I was at the point where I was like, I don't even give a fuck about the laptop, dog. Yeah. Like, this is all out of principle now. Like you're fucking with me, dude, and I'm gonna get revenge. Like <laughs> by the time I'm out of jail, fool, I am so fucking pissed off, dog. Like it was on and cracking at that point, dude. <laughs> So we meet up with that girl. I sell some crystals, so we got some cash. We got drugs. He he had fresh rigs. And at the house, you know, we went back to his house, and I'm like, bro, suit up, dog. We're going out tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're getting high. We're chilling. We're getting ready, you know, shower. We, I always put on all black when I go out at night and do crime. Especially. And so I'm like, we need to steal a car, though, because he just got this fucking car. I'm like, we're not going to put your car in fucking harm's way. Not if it's registered in his name. Yeah, and it's registered in his name, yeah. or it was about to be like the pit, you know? And... So we're mobbing around looking for Jeeps, and I see this red fucking 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee. I'm like, you Fuck. love to steal Jeeps. Well, I have the Jiggler keys. Yeah. It's the easiest one. It's like there's no effort involved, you know? Yeah. So we see it. 
He's parked a couple blocks away. <laughs> I walk to it. Because it's late. It's probably one in the morning at this time. And it's like on a fucking Wednesday or whatever. And and so he's locked up now. So his chick is blowing me up for dope. Like, I need to get well. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, dude. But I'm playing the, along with the game because she's telling me where she's at, right? Yeah, you're trying to fish for where. Because I want to know that she's not at the house. So she's telling me she's on Westcliff. And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you there. Whoop de whoop. And fucking, so I hop into this uh, this red Jeep, the door opens, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, this, it looked dusty, like it hadn't been driven in a while, and I was like, fuck, this thing's probably not going to start, I'm just going to rummage through and see what I could find. I found like 20 bucks and quarters, <laughs> like gas money, yeah. you know? <coughs> and I was like, man, what am I going to lose by trying to see if it starts, you know? Yeah, it's worth a try. So I jiggle the key, starts right away. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like it started nice. I was surprised. It's like, fuck it, I'm gone. Put it in drive. Call the homie. I'm like, look, I got a Jeep. I'm mobbing, dude. Mob and I told him to meet me. Uh, it's kind of by the methadone clinic where I had to meet me, mm -hmm. which is like off this exit called Emmeline. And I parked there, and I'm just showing him the Jeep, and I'm like, homie, it's nice tonight, dog. I'm going to fucking rob that fool's house right now. He's like, no, no. Like, he was getting kind of n nervous. You know, he's been to prison a month. He's just not trying to go back over, like, my vendetta, you know? Yeah. And I was like, look, dog, like, I'm going to go get it. I'll do all the fucking work by myself. Just pick me up at the end of it so I can ditch the car, you know? I was like, meet me right back here, fool. I'll ditch the car and fucking just take me with you. And then he had a guy who had bought the tools that night. And I was like, help me buy them. We'll split it. I don't even care, bro. Like, this is vendetta for me. Like, I need to do this out of respect for myself, you know? So I'm in this Jeep and I'm mobbing. And it's like a 30-minute fucking drive, bro. Like, and so I'm in the still. I didn't have time to change the plates and all that bullshit. Like, I was on a fucking mission. I had, like, four-hour window before the sun started coming up. Like, it was time to go, you know? So I'm fucking mobbing, dude. And I get all the way up to where his house is. I'm, like, probably fucking half a mile, maybe. Hard to judge. It's pretty far at night in the woods, though, to walk. <coughs> I parked the car. I grabbed two big-ass bags that I had in, my, in the car. And I walk to his house. There's no streetlights up here. We're in the mountains, you know? So it's hard to find where the fuck his house is because it's like a big circle and there's like five fucking different little lots with houses. They're spread apart, though, pretty well. Like, you can't see one house from long the other. Long-ass driveways. Yeah, they're long. And so I'm walking up and down all these driveways and, like, his tent's, like, hidden around a corner. All the houses look the same. They're like cabins, basically. And so, like, 20 minutes later, I'm, like, getting nervous. I'll walk halfway down. I'm like, fuck, that doesn't look like it. There'll be a couple little tiny lights on and shit, you know? Like... And eventually, I, I ended up walking down like three times, and it was the right one, but <laughs> I go down, and so I, yeah, all the tools were in like a fucking plastic, like carport kind of a thing, you know, where you just zip it up the middle, and you walk in. So I go in there, I load up all the Milwaukee Power Tools, fucking over $1,000 worth of tools. I go into his little tent thing, I take all my shit that was in there, everything I wanted, he had like fucking all kinds of shit that I wanted, all his electronics, all his shit. I tossed this whole fucking room around, you know. I wanted to leave a hose on in there, but I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, you know. Yeah. And I wanted to light it on fire, but then it was like, that's an arson charge, and that's a whole different thing when you go upstate. So I didn't want to do that. I wanted to bad, though, dude. I was that close to lighting that full shit on fire. Shit. So, I'm like, fuck, she's gonna probably be coming home any minute. I have no service, so like, I'm basically just on my own, no service, no one to call. No one to call until I get way the fuck out of that area. It's way up in the mountains, you know. So I'm walking down half mile with heavy ass fucking tools and all my shit. I fucking throw all the shit in the bag or in the back of the car. Mob back, get picked up by this fucking dude. And we end up fucking uh, selling all the tools and shit, right? 
until we have money, dope, all the shit, and uh, we're driving Westcliff the next morning, and we're like, fuck yeah, we left the car, we're all pumped up, like, dude, this is the sickest mission, you know, like, I fucking got that fool, dog, but some part of me didn't feel like it was enough, because I didn't do anything in front of their faces, you know, like, neither of them probably knew about it at this time, you, you know? wanted to see the look on their face, and yeah. put the fear in them, <laughs> so, we're driving down Westcliff, and lo and behold, I see that bitch parked on Westcliff. They have like it's a Westcliff is like this beautiful beach area in Santa Cruz, but all the dope people and homeless people go there to sell dope, do dope, whatever. The cops kind of leave them alone because they're not harming anybody, you know. It's like one of those kind of places, but it's beautiful, man. All these fucking wealthy people are walking around like it's nice. And uh, I see her fucking car because it has these few stickers, and it's like a, a burgundy colored Jeep. And I was like, I'm gonna get this bitch. So we're driving. And I'm like, let me hop out the car, dude. And he, I hop out, and I was like, just go park down the street. I'll be there in a second. And so he goes and parks down the street, and I walk up to her car, and I pop open the passenger drawer, and I hop in, and I'm just like, where's all your shit? I'm taking all of it. And she's like, what, what? And she was in her car? Yeah, she was in the dri- oh, pass- or driver's seat. Then there's this fool named Rasta in the back seat, who's a dope dealer. And I'm like, you know what? Matter of fact, you too, homie. These people just fucked me over. And he knew him well, you know? Like, he knew the dude and the chick well. <laughs> And so I was like, I'm, I'm taking all your shit too. Sorry, homie, you're getting taxed. Well, like, I ain't fucking playing. And they're like, no, no, no. I was like, I swear to God, I'm going to start taking off on both of you. Give me your fucking shit. And so she starts giving me a shit. I grab him. I'm like, give me your fucking shit, fool. She's like, all scared. I'm fucking twice his full size. You know, he's yeah. scared as fucking. I'm pissed off, dog. Like, there's fucking violence in my eyes, you know? <laughs> so they give me all their dope, all their cash. And I was like, next time I see you, I'm taking everything again. You better never fucking see me again. And I fucking hop out. Actually, I sat there after that. And I did a shot. <laughs> I took the shot, just talking shit to him. Did a shot. You're talking shit mid fucking. Yeah, like dude, look at me, help me wrong, and I'll fuck your shit up right now, dude. I was fucking hot. This chick was crying. She just, ah, it was him. It was him. I was like, fuck you, bitch. You were in on it too. And like, I was threatening them both. I was on a sick one, fool. Did the shot. Got all the dope, dude. Good amount of dope. Walked back to the homie's car and dipped out. It was crazy, little fool. And you never got caught. No. But you got, like, arrested a few times in between. Yeah, for little petty shit and released. In between just, like, violent acts of, like, fucking hard felony sending me upstate from because I already have a violent strike for robbery, you know? So, yeah. Just one? Yeah. Nice. That's a fucking story, dude. I like it. You're, like, one of my most psychotic friends. I get nasty with it, dog. Yeah. You come up hard, and then you lose it all, and then you come up hard, or twice as hard, right after. Yeah. And you're, like, all your stories involve coming up, having everything, and then losing it all, and that Getting over, it back. Yeah. And then you, yeah. yeah. You're definitely That's kind of the game, though. Yeah. That's the game in a nutshell, dude. Well, when you're a fucking drug addict, you don't fucking accept defeat. No. Because ever. Because when you're fucking... Even if you lose everything, and now you know you're going to be sick, it's like... If you're getting out of jail, you're getting well. You're finding a fucking way. Especially if you just do a short, like, day or two and you're still dope sick. Yeah. When I'm out, the first thing I'm doing is getting high. I don't give a fuck. I ain't call, I've never... I mean, I haven't called family in jail in years, but I'm getting out and I'm going to get high, bro. Like, fuck the bullshit, you know what I mean? Are there drugs in those jails? Oh, yeah. But when you're only doing a day, it's all new people... And you're and in hold. You're usually, if you're sight release, you're in, you're just gonna be in. They'll hold. book me, but then I'll just pass the fuck out because I'm so beat from the mission I was just on, and I'll wake up, and then the probation officer will be there, and he'll either be releasing me or I'll be staying. And if I'm staying, you're dry Then out. I'll look for dope inside. Oh but, yeah. But I'm gonna kick because you gotta like even if, unless it's like, the key holder's your homeboy, 
you'll get blessed, like, close homeboy. But if you're fucking new and you just show up, like, you have to earn that shit every yeah, time. You go back time. in, you have to re-earn it. Like, obviously, I have a name in my county from all the fights and shit I've done and all the work I've done. But, like, when I'm going in for a fight, I ain't even looking who's there, bro. I'm just fucking in my bed, like, dying, dude, you know? <laughs> okay, so that happened all right before you came in. Yeah. How would you compare your mental state from back then to where you are now? Because you've been here for how long? Set, almost seven, seven months on Friday. Okay. So what do you think about the aspects of your perception that's changed? You've de- I mean, I've definitely seen growth out of you. So what would you say is like, you're, I mean, those are all, like we, we thrive off chaos, first yeah. of all. So how do you perceive like how you deal with your day now? I mean, because some people, they get clean, right? And they they go and seek out chaos in other forms. Yeah. Like, I don't know, fucking... Well, I've done that since I've been here. Oh, I mean, I do that every now like and then, too. Like, with the car thing, you know? Remember? Oh, yeah. I but, up in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, some people... They just have promiscuous sex with randos and yeah. then they knock them up or do dumb shit and it, it comes back and bites them. So what do you what do you do to like maintain because, you know, that chaos is a fucking addiction in itself. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, but Yeah, it's taken me out more than the drugs, probably. Mm-hmm. Just living in chaos. Because yeah. there's beauty in it, you know? Well, yeah. But there's more pain than beauty. Well, that's a good question, you know, like it's hard for me to answer that in words and it's going to probably sound kind of cheesy because it's like the AA thing, but it's, it's there for a fucking reason. But when I got here, like you remember monkey boy? Yeah. Fucking, oh yeah. yeah you, we, he you was guys. my bunkie fool. And, oh, God. and he's just this immature motherfucker dog. And the first month I was here, I called that dude out to fight at least five times. You know how many people wanted to fight him when he was here? Yeah, I know. He got grabbed by the throat by people. Yeah, like, dude, I was all up in his face calling him a I, fucking I almost fought bitch. him a couple times. And when you call someone a bitch in our world, that That's means you stand words. up and fight or you're going to get jumped. Yeah. So when I call someone a bitch, it's because I'm, I want to fight. But I'm the kind of fucking psycho that wants someone to hit me in the mouth so I can get that extra little pumped upness going and then just boost. attack, you know? Yeah. So I'm calling this fool bitch, and like, knowing in my head, like, I'm gonna get kicked out, but like, whatever, dude, I've been kicked out of rehabs, I'm fucking, I'm, I'll be fine, dude, you know? Like, <clears throat> I wanted to get clean, but I just wasn't at that mental, that place where I'm at right now, you know? And I was flexing up on whatever, and now it's like, you can't fuck with me, bro, like, like, they talk about freedom from drugs and all this shit, and when they talk about a spiritual awakening and a spiritual experience, it has nothing to do with, like, some bright lights coming down from fucking heaven or God coming and tapping your shoulder or whatever the fuck. What it is is a, a it's change like an, in perception. It's like an epiphany of perspective. Yeah, you, you start looking at things and reacting differently to life. And through working the steps and going doing what we're told to do here, that has completely happened for me, dude. Like, like the word bitch means fucking nothing to me now, dude. Like, if someone actively calls me a bitch in anger, dude, like, yeah, it's going to fucking tickle that bone that makes me want to be violent. <laughs> But I have the capability to not react on it, you know? And, like, when it comes to, like, everyday life, like, shit, like, I I explained earlier in the podcast that happened with my kid's mom or my dog dying, you know? Like, back in the day, fool, I would have just gave up. Like, fuck this, I'm going to get high. But now it's like, what fucking work can I do to make this, like, come out on the right side? And the last thing I'm thinking is to get high because getting high is going to automatically 
that fucking battle is won and it's not won by me. Like, I'm going to lose instantly, you know? Now I look at it as like, fuck, I got some ground to stand on. I want to fucking change this shit, make the outcome at least bearable. And there's work you can do for that. Like, you have to put in the footwork. And another part of it is like, like I have a higher fucking power, bro. And like, whatever I fucking, I have to put in the footwork for my life. And if I'm doing it in a positive way and it doesn't work out, it's because it wasn't meant to ever work out. But as long as I'm putting in the footwork and having some fucking faith in whatever the fuck's out there, then I'm going to be okay, you know what I mean? Because if I can convince myself, which I truly do believe is true, and it's a constant battle of reminding myself this, that if it didn't work out, it's not meant to be. And as long as I'm trying to be nice to people and caring and loving and just like understanding that I've been as sick as this person that's pissing me off, and I'm doing better now because I have longer in the program or whatever it may be, Like, I just have to remind myself, like, that's who I was, dude. And I need to show them, like, love and compassion instead of fucking hate and violence like I had my whole life, you know? Like, my change in perception is fucking... If anything has grown on me, that is it right there. Because I can walk through life and just be okay with what it is, you know? Like, I get impatient and the old character defects come out, but it's, like, 90 fucking minutes out of 100, like, I'm on a whole different level. Like, I feel like I honestly am two different people, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know you feel the same way, too. No, I definitely do. Yeah. That's the whole point of this program, is the fucking stop looking at life in the fucking false way we look at it and come to the reality that, for one, the world does not revolve around us, and two, that, like, shit's gonna fucking be okay. You don't have to live in this world of self-fucking-pity. Like, oh, poor me, I need to go get high to deal with my feelings. <laughs> like, like, honestly, like, when you're getting high and that's how you're dealing with it is because you're not fucking... You're weak, and you're spiritually sick, and the whole point of coming to AA is because you're so fucking tired of being miserable and being spiritually and physically and mentally sick that you're at the point where, like, something's got to change or I'm going to fucking die. That's where I got, and that's where most of us here who are actually here to change and are putting in the work to change, that's where they got, too. You come to a fucking end of the road where it's like, life in prison, death, die a fucking heroin addict death. Like, those are the fucking options, dude, and I chose to change, you know what I mean? And, like, I put in that footwork, and it's worked for me, dude, straight up. And I know what I got to do to keep it. So now it's just up to me to fucking put in that little bit of work every week by going to my meetings, trying to help another dude walk through the same steps someone walked me through for free on their own fucking time. Like, that's all we really have to do. And then I pray, and I try to meditate. And, like, praying for me is, like, I just talk to someone, I let it all out on the table, and I fucking just give it up, dude. It's God's will or self-will. When I run on self-will and emotions, I'm dead. But when I run off what I know, intellect, and just knowing that whatever happens, happens, as long as I'm trying to be a good person, like whatever happens is what was meant or not meant to happen, then I'm okay, dude. But when I start thinking like, well, fuck, it didn't work out, what the fuck? Or like, I start just running off how I am and like what I'm fucking programmed to be which is a fucking self-pity having ass dope ass or dope feed <laughs> yeah. like I'm fucked dude